Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working hard to improve our financial literacy, our financial IQ. The financial IQ of the average American is subpar to say the least. Most people think that high school and college, what they learn there is what they need to know in order to build wealth. And that could not be further from the truth. High school and college does nothing to teach you about building wealth. They teach you how to get a job, and that's it. So it is your responsibility to educate yourself on building wealth, on creating a second stream of income, which is really the only business model that works. The uh, concept of saving your way to retirement has failed to the point that 95% of Americans are failing to retire successfully by age 65, 95%. The good news is we know what the 5% who do retire are doing. Almost all of them built a second stream of income that comes in for the rest of their lives, whether they live 10 years in retirement or 50 years in retirement, doesn't matter. It comes in. And 90% of them used real estate to build that second stream of income. Now, I want to talk a little bit about leverage and the importance of mortgages in real estate. The poor and the middle class have a misconception. They have been trained that paying off your assets is important. They've been trained to pay cash for investment real estate, but they didn't do the math. The concept of paying your real estate in full is based off of fear. The fear is I won't be able to make my mortgage payment for some reason and I might lose the property. This fear causes people to make bad decisions. They don't do the math, they don't look at the rate of return, and find out how paying cash affects the rate of return. Paying cash for a property can literally reduce your rate of return 70%. You may make two three or four times as much profit with a mortgage than you would paying cash. Now, where else does this concept come from? People are told, the poor and middle class, pay off your home. That way when you retire, you don't have a mortgage payment. Do you know why people do that? Because they think they're going to be broke when they retire and it'd be nice not to have a mortgage payment. See, the poor and middle class have very low um, financial expectations. 
they think they're going to be broke when they retire. Now, here's the problem. If you think you're going to be broke when you retire, do you know what you're going to be? Broke when you retire. But if you were to change the way you thought and you focused on building a second stream of income and you thought you were going to retire with the same amount of income that you were when you were working, guess what? You're going to retire with the same amount of income that you had when you were working. So the concept of paying off your home leads to a thing called dead equity. Let's say you buy a house for 500 grand, you pay it off, and 30 years later it's worth a million bucks. Do you realize you have a million dollars sitting there doing nothing for your family but providing you a place to live? A million bucks. Did you know that you could refinance that house, pull out $800,000, and build a $160,000 a year income stream for the rest of your life? Debt equity, whether it's in your personal residence or your rental properties, just decimates your profit. <clears throat> like I said, it reduces your rate of return by as high as 70%. In other words, a paid-in-full rent house generally returns between a 7 and a 10% rate of return. If you finance that same house with a mortgage, you might make a 20 or 24% rate of return. So paying off your home is just not, paying off your rental real estate is just not a good idea. It's going to cut and it reduces your ability to acquire assets. Let's say you start off with 500 grand and you go buy two $250,000 homes to rent out. You're done. You got two homes. If you took that $500,000 and used mortgages, you might be able to buy as many as 20 houses, quadrupling your cash flow, quadrupling your rate of return, and allow you to retire and build wealth massively faster. Every credible company uses leverage, loans. Every competent real estate investor uses loans. They do not pay cash for the property. And their goal is not to pay off the property. When we buy a $22 million dollar apartment complex do we want to pay that off absolutely not we're never gonna pay it off in fact we're gonna sell it before we even could pay it off and go buy a bigger better product so I've got a guest coming on the show today Tom Barry and we're gonna talk about both leverage for both single-family purchases and commercial pur purchases. This would be apartments, self-storage, senior living, and so on. So let's analyze the deal very quickly. 
let's say we do go out and find a $20 million property, we'll say an apartment complex we want to buy. That's going to be about $6 million out of pocket to purchase. How do we get the $6 million? 60 of the members of Total Wealth Academy put up hundred grand each, and then we have a sponsor who manages the deal. The passive investors do nothing. They just put up the money. It could come from their IRA or 401k without tax or penalty. It could come from cash, stocks, anywhere they got money, they can pull that money and invest it in real estate. Then the passive investors receive a check every quarter. The internal rate of return on one of these deals with a loan is right around 20% rate of return. This is three times what the stock market produces. Three times what the stock market produces. And occasionally, rare, but occasionally, we're doing deals. We did one in 2021, I believe it was, had a 90% internal rate of return. All right, we'll talk more after the break, and I'll bring Tom Barry on the show. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, along with my special guest, Tom Barry. Uh, Tom, thanks a lot for calling in. How are you today? I'm doing great, Steve. Thanks for having me on. Excellent. Let's do this first. Let's knock out a lot of the listeners like to pull up your website. Can you please give us your website? Sure. ILSLegacy.com. Got it. And about us, how do they find your picture and your contact info. You know, my picture and contact info, let me give you another one, uh, TomBerryREI.com. That's my personal page, and that's got bio and all of that good stuff. Okay. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a nice little website. Very cool. Tom Barry, R-E-I, real estate investor, TomBerryREI.com. Correct. So I was in the first segment, I was talking about the power of leverage and using mortgages to buy both single-family and commercial property and warning people about a thing called dead equity, having a property paid in full. So I think I got the points across effectively. So tell us a little bit about your main products. You do both commercial and single-family. Let's talk about single-family first. Sure, sure. So we do the, the fix and flip type of property uh, loan, construction loan, we call them. And then we also have what's called the DSCR loan or debt service coverage ratio loan, which would be used on a single family for somebody that wants to buy and hold uh, and rent it out as a rental property or a short-term or mid-term rental, those types of things. 
So, yeah, we have either of those. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the second one, because a lot of people are afraid. You know, they go out, they qualify for a home, they have to jump through hoops, they, you know, get a rectal exam. It's just, it's pretty much hell. It's actually easier to buy a rental property because of this loan. Yes, yes, absolutely. If you're going through the traditional means, whether it's a a bank or agent, uh, you know, Fannie, Freddie, that type of thing, you're going to go through a a lengthy process. And it may or may not include a rectal exam, but it'll feel like (laughs) it even if it doesn't. Uh, (laughs) That's why the DSDR product has become so popular across the country. Um, the, the rates are very similar to what you would pay. You might be a, a, you know, a percentage point above what you would get in these other products that are available. But the ease with which you can close these is just, it's night and day. It's absolutely night and day. I call it the pain in the butt factor. So if you're okay with paying, you know, a half to three quarters of a point more in interest, to be able to not go through the pain of having to deal with a bank or a mortgage service provider, um, it, it's certainly worth it, in, in my opinion. Well, question. Let's say somebody does a hard money loan and rolls it over into a conventional uh, Fannie Mae, and they get 10 of those. Can they move over to this loan and keep going? Absolutely. Absolutely. We don't, have a, we don't have a limit on how many loans somebody can have. Uh, we hold our paper. We're, a, we're what's called a balance sheet lender. So we don't sell that paper. We don't sell it out to Wall Street. We don't sell it to banks. Um, we hold that paper in our real estate fund, our note fund, and uh, our investors enjoy the interest off of it. So they're, they're, we're happy to write as many of them as you can qualify for. Yeah, and that's another fear that I get emailed about uh, banks, you know, not counting the full rent as their income. Uh, Whereas with your loan, you can actually keep going and keep buying and keep adding to the portfolio, increasing your cash flow, increasing your wealth. Let's talk now about commercial. What's the, well, let's go, what's the biggest commercial loan that you'll do? I think the biggest one we have done to date is $26 million. Wow, um, so you're that, big time. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that uh, we can't go higher. That's just the biggest one we've done thus far. Well, a couple of times I've had people on here that say, I only go to $5 million, but you don't have any limit, do you? Well, I mean, we're limited by the amount of capital we have that day. Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah. You know, it's not an unlimited bucket, and I'm not going to beat my chest and say it is. But in reality, our sweet spot is really that, you know, one to 10 million range. We do a ton of those, uh, and we love those. And, you know, quite honestly, we we buy physical assets as well. We don't just lend. And, uh, you know, we like to buy in that, you know, three to to 10 million range as well. So we're real comfortable in that range. And what spaces are you in? Are you in apartments, self-storage, senior living? What are you focusing on? On the lending side, we, we love apartments. You know, I used to own a lot of apartments myself. I understand that asset class fairly well. Uh, we also buy a lot of retail shopping centers now. So nice. we love the retail stuff. Um, self-storage, I've owned that before, so I understand that. And if you're, you're kind of seeing a theme here, if I understand the asset, I'm happy to lend on it. 
Now, assisted living, I've never done that, don't know anything about it, so we're going to shy away from that. But yeah, if, it's a, if, if it's a simple, easy asset class, you know, we don't really have a list that says we will do this and we won't do that. Because a lot of times also, it's going to be project-specific, it's going to be property-specific, and it could even be borrower-specific. I mean, I've had guys come in, ask for a loan on an asset I hated, but the guy was strong enough, I didn't care. You know, I did the loan anyway because I knew I'd never end up with it. And that's the key. If the borrower's strong, you know, we're not as focused on the property. If the property is strong... We don't really have to focus as, as much on the borrower. So, but we got to have one or the other. We got to be comfortable with one or the other. Yeah, it's interesting your point about if you ever have to take it back, you you've got to understand it. That's why you don't Correct. want to loan on something that you don't understand. Correct. Okay, if anybody has a question for Tom or myself, please give us a call right now 281-558-5738. 281-558 558-KSEV, or you can email me, you can ask a question to me, or if it's for Tom, I'll pass the question along to him. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. So your basic, let's go back to single family, your basic single family investor loan is a hard money slash bridge loan. Yes, we, we do have the hard money that we call it the construction loan. So if yeah. somebody's out there, they're buying a house, it needs some work. Um, that's not going to qualify for a DSCR loan. And it's probably not going to qualify for many of the other loans out there, you know, whether it's a bank loan or agency paper or whatever either. So you're going to need something to get the property bought and get it fixed up. But then once that's fixed up, then you can qualify for one of what we call the permanent or long-term loans. So we love those fix and flip loan. Even if you don't intend to flip it, um, you can flip the paper and flip it to a long-term loan to keep the property. But you would still use that construction fix and flip loan to get it bought and fixed up. Once it's fixed up and it's leased and you've got a lease in there, boom, get that thing refied and start the process all over and stack them up. Yeah, not a lot of people are aware that when it comes to deferred maintenance, missing carpet, holes in the wall, doors missing, you can't go to a bank and get a loan, with a conventional loan. They won't approve it. So many people shy away from the houses with deferred maintenance, not realizing that your loan, you, they can buy that property. So they definitely Absolutely. want to have you on their team for when they do find somebody I'm sorry, find a property that does need a lot of work, you can still buy it using this loan. So, well, and in, in, in often, Steve, you know well, you're going to get that property at a much deeper discount than what you could get a pretty property that's ready for a tenant to move in. So, yeah, absolutely. you know, a lot of times people will shy away because it's a little more work. Well, I've got to have a contractor go in and put carpet in and paint it, whatever it has to be. And they might also shy away because they say, hey, that construction loan has a higher interest rate. But the thing that they have to keep in mind is they're getting a typically a really deep discount on the property that will more than pay 
for the pain of having to have a contractor work on it, a little bit of extra interest. And the extra interest, I say a little bit, because you're only going to be in that loan a short period of time. Yeah. You might be in it four months, five months, six months, but uh, a higher interest rate for a short period really doesn't add up to that many dollars. It just It's scary to see it on paper, but when you convert that rate to dollars, it's not really that big a deal. Plus, I've done a couple of analysis of $250,000 house purchases with deferred maintenance. If they had used a conventional loan, their out-of-pocket would have been close to $70,000. Using a construction hard money bridge loan, um, the out-of-pocket's like twenty grand or less. Yeah. Yeah. So they can, buy, they can buy three or four houses instead of just one. So it allows people to build wealth much, much faster. So, well, again, and that goes back to that, that leverage you were talking about earlier. Using leverage is just one of the most powerful financial concepts. And that's the beauty of real estate. What, what other, whatever asset class can you go out and buy and use other people's money? Yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah. All right. We got to go to break, Tom. Please hold on for about four minutes and we'll come back. And I'd like to, to hear your story about why leverage is important so they get a second point of view. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, along with my special guest, Tom Barry. If you want to find out about his loan packages, the website is ilslegacy.com. ilslegacy.com. If you want to find out specifically how to reach out to Tom, go to tombarryrei.com. TomBarryREI.com. So, Tom, if you would explain to the listeners your point of view of why they should use leverage. Yeah, you know, I, I'm a big believer in leverage, and leverage is different than debt. So, let's get that out of the way. A lot of people talk about good debt versus bad debt. I don't even like to call the loans we use to purchase investment real estate debt. It's not, it's leverage. And, you know, it's simple math for me. You know, I used to be in financial planning before I got into real estate. And, you know, it's just a math equation. If I can get leverage for less interest than what I can make on my money, then I'm going to use somebody else's money. So, for example, you know, there are plenty of syndications and funds and ways that you can invest out there that are going to earn you double digits, you know. So if I can get debt or leverage on a piece of real estate for 7% or 8%, and I can turn around and use my capital 
in other places passively to make 12 or 15 or even 10, I'm money ahead. And that's that's arbitrage. That's what banks do to us every day, all day. Absolutely. That's, that's how they build these big buildings on all the best corners of all the towns in, in the country. So there's no reason we, you know, the, the Main Street guys can't use those same strategies that the Wall Street guys use. Yeah, I, I poke fun at people who are afraid of passive investing because the minute they put their money in the bank, what does the bank do? They go passively invest in real estate. Yep. And those yep. banks are making apparently between 15 and 25% rate of return while they're paying their clients, you know, 2 3%. Talk yep. about a massive arbitrage. <laughs> That's it right there. <laughs> Steve, maybe we need to open a bank, you know? I, yeah. think, I think you've got it figured out here. Yeah, it's crazy. Because, you you know, if you and I, I guess we could. I'm not saying we couldn't. But it'd be hard for you and I to really pull together a 70-story building. Correct. But the banks and the mortgage company, no, insurance companies, because they're also huge passive investors as well. They really They are. get together and they build these 70, 100-story buildings and like I said, they're making 15 to 25% rate of return. The insurance company pays their clients nothing. The banks pay their clients 1, 2, 3, 4%. So people are already, we, we have an email question here. Uh, it's from JP. He's had trouble with contractors. JP, let me give you a sales pitch for why you want to join a real estate investor club like Total Wealth Academy. We have vetted contractors. In other words, the contractors that you would meet at Total Wealth Academy as a member, they've done 100 houses for our members. They've done uh, 100 rehabs, flips, you name it. So, JP, if you're having difficulty, and he is in the Houston area, yeah, please come to our free sample class. We'll show you what it takes to become a member. We'll show you the philosophies behind Total Wealth Academy. And our goal, the goal of the members of Total Wealth Academy is to build a second stream of income, whether it's actively with single family or passively with commercial. Um, and we can get you in contact with contractors you can trust. So thanks for the email, JP. Just go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. And click on the free sample class there. TotalWealthAcademy.com, free sample class. And, uh, Tom, you've done, I'm sure, hundreds of rehabs. Uh, it's not uncommon for contractors to be useless. No, <laughs> you know? it's not. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, one of the, it's one of the more frustrating and difficult parts of physical real estate investing. Right. That's that's the beauty of passive investing is because your lead or your sponsor or your manager, you know, is going to have to handle all of that mess. And you're probably never going to have to hear about it. But if you're going to be the active investor and go out and purchase a house or a little apartment building or whatever on your own, uh, that that's going to probably be the most frustrating part of the of the deal. And, you know, I can give you advice. I, first of all, going to a club like you're you're talking about, that's that's probably the best place you can find a contractor. Not only are they vetted by the club, like you had mentioned, but in addition to that, that contractor is getting a large percentage of their business 
through the members of that club. So that gives them an incentive not to screw up, first of all. And then, second of all, if they do screw up, it gives them an incentive to own it and handle it the right way. Because the last thing they're going to want is word traveling like wildfire through that club that they've screwed up. So I totally agree with your advice to JP. Go to the club, work with somebody. There's power in numbers. And when you're a member of a local group like that, um, there's, there's a power in that that you don't have if you just got one house and your contractor doesn't really care if he does another deal with you or not. Yeah, we joke in our Saturday class that the reason most contractors are contractors is because they can't keep a job. <laughs> so they decide, hey, I'll just work for myself, become a contractor, and they're no good at that either. So you've got to have people you trust. And anybody that can buy a magnetic sign and stick it to the side of their truck claims to be a contractor. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. And they're just not qualified. The other thing I want to – oh, J.P., JP, if you're still listening, um, if you would, remember, too, every deal you do, there's a penalty if they're late. And what I do is I take my holding costs, my principal interest, taxes, and insurance, and divide it by 30 days. That's going to be my penalty. So if let's say that my PITI, taxes, insurance, everything, is 3000 a month, divided by 30, that's $100 a day. If they say they're going to be done in seven weeks, at the end of that seventh week, it's now $100 a day penalty for not completing on time. That helps tremendously. And I won't do business with a contractor that won't put that in there. I will say this, though. If they tell me six weeks, I usually give them seven weeks and start the penalty after that. That way they've got a little leeway. And, of course, there's weather. Don't penalize them for weather. Um, Be fair. But make sure you've got a penalty if they don't finish on time. Any other tip from you on dealing with contractors, Tom? You know, I, I love that. That's absolutely the way I would do it as well. I would go in there, too, when you're talking to the contractor about holding costs and why you need a penalty. I, I also offered the opposite. Look, if you can get it done two weeks early, I'm oh, going to give you a bonus, too. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah, doubt. Make, That's make genius. Make sure it goes both ways because, look, time is money for both of you. And that really puts our money where our mouth is. And we say, look, time is money. That's why I'm going to penalize you. But time is money. That's why I'll also reward you. If you can, you know, hit a certain date, I'll give you this much extra. And you'd be amazed if they go to their crew and they tell their crew, hey, if we get this thing done, we get a bonus and I'm going to share it with all of you. It's really cool to watch a crew, you know, come together, gel together, and work together to hit that goal so they can get that bonus. That is very cool. Another mistake people are doing is paying too much up front. Um, I know that one of my students who ignored everything I told him, he paid 66% before they finished the first 25%. Yeah, that's the kiss of death. He got burned. The guy just disappeared on him. Disappeared on him. Well, you make an incentive. You know, again, we're talking about incentives, right? You know, whether it's a penalty incentive or a bonus incentive or both. Well, what he did is he created an incentive where it would actually make more sense for the contractor to just screw him and walk away than to finish the job. (laughs) 
That's exactly what happened. Why would why would you incentivize somebody to, to screw walk you away. over and walk away? You know, and obviously the person didn't have character that that did that. But um, the incentive, the financial, pure incentive, was for him to walk away and go take another job and double dip. Yeah. So the way I do it, Tom, I pay thirty three percent up front, thirty three percent at fifty percent, and then the final 34% after the final walkthrough, punch-out list, and completion, unless there's a roof involved. If there's a roof, I'll do 50% up front, but then it's going to be 25-25, because roofs, that's a lot of material costs. Sure, sure. So, okay, anybody that has a question for Tom or myself, please feel free to call right now, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Or email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Tom, any final comments you would like to make about loans yeah. or advice? Go ahead. Well, you know, coming, kind of going along with what we were talking about with dealing with contractors, uh, you know, I'll just throw a plug. That's one of the reasons that I think it's really good for somebody new to work with a company like ours on their loan because we're going to help through that contractor process. You know, we're going to require before we do the loan a proper scope of work and a proper budget. And we've seen so many scope of works and budgets and we've done so many rehabs. We're going to be able to walk you through that. And if we see that your contractor isn't providing something that makes sense, you know, it's going to throw up a red flag that we can bring to you and say, hey, I don't really like this. This doesn't look right. And then if you do get everything in place, we get a proper scope of work and budget and we do the loan, we're going we're gonna to control those funds to that contractor. We're not going to let you get upside down with the contractor. We're going to look at the pictures and we're going to look at the inspections and so forth at each phase to make sure you're in a good position with your contractor and you're not getting upside down. So that's another benefit that we bring. It's not just a loan. We have a lot of experience that we're bringing to the table, and we're going to share that with you throughout. The other thing that Tom does for you, everybody listen, please, he's going to analyze that single-family deal. He's going to run some comps on it. So it's like a second pair of eyes looking at the deal. So you run your comps. You think it's a great deal. You got everything analyzed. You take it to Tom, say, hey, I want a loan on this. He's going to do a little underwriting. He's going to do a little analysis and make sure your numbers are right. And then you have a lot more confidence moving forward if he agrees to do the deal. I have gotten my feelings hurt before where I took a deal to a mortgage company and they did the analysis and they said it didn't work. And then I went back and checked the numbers and sure enough, they were right. They saved me from doing a bad deal. Any comments on that, Tom? Yeah, that's the best, that's the best outcome right there. Yeah. When you have a lender that, you know, has done, in our case, over a billion in loans, you know, we've seen a lot. I'm not going to say we've seen it all, but we've seen a lot. So if we tell you, hey, this is not a deal, um, you know, we're going to make money, but you're not. Yeah. If you hear that from us or, or any other, you know, lender in, in our field, uh, take heed because we don't make money unless we do a deal. We have a financial incentive to lend you money. We want to lend you money. That's the only way we get right. paid. We got to get a so break, if Tom. I say no, <laughs> it, it's no. It's you don't no. want to do it. 
All right, Tom, thank you so much for coming on the show. Take care. You're very welcome. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we've been talking about leverage pretty much the whole show. And I want to share a story with you about leverage that also kind of hammers away at the misconception that diversification is a good idea. And it's a story about a boxer named Mike Tyson. Most people remember Mike Tyson, of course. Um... One of the greatest boxers, just phenomenal. But I want you to think about this. Did he get rich? What was his job? Beating people up. Did he get rich just because he beat people up? The answer is no. Because if he had gone out in front of his house and started just beating people up, how much money would he have made? None. He'd have been in jail or prison. But because he accidentally, because I don't think he understood leverage, but because he was leveraged with other people's time, other people's money, and other people's knowledge, he was able to make $35 million for beating up one person. Okay? Other people's time, other people's knowledge, I'm sorry, other people's money, then other people's knowledge. So let's look at time first. And let me hack away a little bit at diversification. Think about this. It's the month before a fight. Does Mike Tyson diversify himself and take his time to co-promote his fight around the country and around the world? Absolutely not. What is Mike Tyson the month before a fight? Is he diversified or focused? He's focused. He's focused on winning that fight. He's eating, sleeping, breathing that fight. Who took care of the time aspect? The man who leveraged Mike Tyson's time was a man named Don King. Don King could promote the fight all around the world while Mike Tyson focused on winning the fight. So other people's time. Other people's money. Did Mike Tyson or Don King diversify themselves and take their money to go build Caesar's Palace? The answer is no. Who did? A man named Donald Trump. Donald Trump was the money leverage for Mike Tyson. Then let's look at 
the knowledge. Did Mike Tyson, the month before a fight, go sit in class at Harvard University for a month learning how to box? Did he go get a four-year degree in boxing? No. He got a mentor. The man who leveraged Mike Tyson's knowledge was Cus Diamato. Cus Diamato. So I want you to think about this. Do you notice how none of those men were diversified? None of them. But would you consider those men successful? Absolutely. Be cautious of diversification. But more importantly today is the leverage. Do you see how Don King, Donald Trump, Custy Amato leveraged Mike Tyson's time, money, and knowledge so that he could focus on winning that fight? Ask yourself this question. Listen closely, please. If you had Don King, Donald Trump, and Custy Amato in your corner, how long would it take you to get rich? It's instant. There's not a man or woman listening to this show right now that couldn't have taken a fall in that ring for six or seven million. Just don't let him hit you. See, leverage is the key that successful people use to build wealth and achieve the results from their life that they want. The poor and the middle class have a concept. Me, myself, and I. That's who they think their team is. Me, myself, and I. I can only count on me. It's all me. Dog eat dog world. Far, far from the truth. Cooperation. Leverage is the key to success. Do you notice that I don't let them call me a self-made millionaire? I don't. The reason is I'm not. I had over 100 people on my team before I ever became a millionaire. 100 people. <coughs> Excuse me. I had 35 real estate agents. I had 30 or 40 wholesalers helping me, attorneys, CPAs, mortgage companies, contractors, roofers, plumbers, over 100 people. And just so you know, my payroll was zero dollars. I didn't hire them, but they were on my team. See, leverage, time, money, and knowledge You've got to master those. That's how you get wealthy. At Total Wealth Academy, we, that's exactly what we teach our members to do. And we even help facilitate it happening. So that's another sales pitch for why you should join a real estate investor group like Total Wealth Academy um, and get going. Get yourself leveraged. Learn how to use leverage so that you can start building wealth, substantial wealth for you and your family. And the place to get started is the free sample class. If you have not attended our free sample class, remember, you can watch it from home online 
or you can watch it at the office live. The only benefit to seeing it live is that you retain 30 or 40 percent more of the information compared to watching it online. But get it knocked out. There's so many of you that have been listening to me for the last 12 months, an entire year, and still have not made it to a free sample class. You've told yourself you want to go. You've told yourself it's important, but you just haven't done it. I'm suggesting that you take action before the end of the year because January 1st, you're going to be busy, busy, busy. January, February, March, busy, busy, busy. Holidays, all the other stuff. You know, people are like, oh, the holiday season's over. Really? What happens February 14th? Another holiday. No, it never slows down. So please go to Total Wealth Academy right now, TotalWealthAcademy.com, and click on the free sample class and get in here. Let us teach you how to use leverage so that you can build wealth as quickly as we do. It's not about putting your money and letting just sitting and waiting. It doesn't work. Look at the stock market. 7% rate of return of the last 75 years. That's not going to get you rich. Not going to get you rich. Okay. Um, let me see if I got another email. I thought I did. Um, hold on. Osney. Osney has a question about using his IRA or 401k. He has a little bit of money in both. Combined, it's actually a substantial amount of money. You're up over 500 grand. You could build a, a hundred grand a year income stream off of that, and it would take you anywhere from a year and a half to two years to do it. Um, outside would be three years, but I would say anywhere from a year and a half to two years. And yes, Osney, you can invest your IRA and 401k without tax or penalty in the deals that we do at Total Wealth Academy. Just go to TotalWealthAcademy.com, TotalWealthAcademy.com, and click on the free sample class there to get started. All right, thanks everybody for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Academy Radio Show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.